The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match. A roundtable of Cowboys insiders. Dropping wisdom. And offering sizzling takes. On the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. All right, here we are, Media Mash. Let's start in Frisco, home of the Dallas Cowboys, the SWBC Podcast Studio. We have got the author, Jean-Jacques Taylor. We ain't riding today. Um... I mean, yeah. we, I mean, we ride every day. We ain't riding today. Mm. Yeah, was, was, you ain't got your horse today? I was throwing off. Today. No horse? I was throwing off today. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's I mean, ride. come on, man. Let's ride. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's ride. I got beat last week. But um, <laughs> Joe Jacques Taylor, uh, he's got the book, Coach Prime. Excellent Christmas gift. So if you're in that last-minute shopping thing, go ahead. Go, go go get the book on Amazon. Go and buy the stores. Go ahead, pick it up. NickHarrisDallasCowboys.com. I like that shirt. Looking good, looking good. Clarence Hill Star Telegram. I am Nui Scrub. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, I like your jacket. Thank like you, sir. I appreciate, yeah, it. Anytime, appreciate, appreciate the love. Yeah, yeah it looks good. It appreciate, looks, appreciate the love. It does look good. It's excellent. I love when Clarence wears purple and gold. My yeah. um, according to Cameron Wolf, he says the Dolphins have a lot of injuries ahead of Sunday's game against the Cowboys. He has not spotted at practice today. Entire starting line uh, Tyreek Hill, Xavier Howard, Raheem Mostert, and uh, Devon A. Chain. All right, so you hear that, Jack? What would you say? Tyreek probably had making another baby. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Damn. That's probably expecting, why he was asking today. Expecting that. <laughs> wow. yes. uh, limited groin. I mean, is that his deal? Uh, <laughs> Here's an ankle from two weeks ago. Oh, uh, okay. Mm, I got hurt on Monday. I got hurt on TNC. Nick, what did you think, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Well, Miami Sunday. does okay. uh, integrate yeah. veteran rest days similar to how Dallas does. Raheem Moster hasn't practiced a Wednesday all season, so that's that's one example. But uh, Tyreek Hill, I, I fully expect him to go this week. He almost went this past week against the Jets. And as far as the starting offensive line goes, uh, the starting center, that's the only one that I'm concerned about as far as not playing. The rest of them, they'll be, they should be fine and ready to go. All right, Mr. Hill? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the big question is, is Tyreek, you know, and that, that offense is certainly different with or without Tyreek Hill. And, and so uh, I think, yeah, certainly the, the line has been an issue. Certainly the great Connor Williams has actually revived his career and been a pretty good starter down in Miami after, you know, being a so-called bust in Dallas. Well, something, but they put him in the right position. But uh, he, he's a center and he's been good. And, and, and so he – that's been a setback for the offensive line, not having Connor Williams. But, you know, they bounced back starting the last week with the win over the Jets. But, you know, Tyreek Hill is, is, is the one. You know, will he play? He had an uh, ankle sprain a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. He didn't set out last week probably targeting this game because oh, they knew yeah. they could beat the Jets without him. Right. Been at home, give him an extra uh, week to play. And, and certainly, uh, you know, that, that's something, you know, after what the Cowboys could not handle the speed in, in Buffalo. This, they're on another level with a whole lot of track stars yeah. uh, with Miami, and it's not just Hill. It starts with Hill, and you know, but you got A-Chain, you got Mostert, uh, you got Waddle. I mean, they can get you up and go. You missed 12 tackles by four of them going to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they can get up and go. So it's, it's job one for the Cowboys, whose defense uh, is embarrassed. And, and, and missed tackles, you know, I talked to uh, – we, we talked to Gilmore today, and he said it was the, it was the physicality. You know, the lack of physicality, getting pushed around, and, you know, that was part of the missed tackles. But that's the thing that was most embarrassing about Stevens because they are a physical team and they don't miss a lot of tackles, and that showed up embarrassingly against Buffalo. 
just looking at statistics and NFL offensive leaders, uh, total yards, Miami's number one, San Francisco's number two, Detroit's number three, Buffalo number four. You look at passing. Miami's number one, San Francisco's number two, Kansas City's number three, Detroit's number four. Rushing, Baltimore's one, Detroit's two, San Francisco is three, Miami is number four. Then looking here when you dive more into the rushing totals and you look at the Cowboys' uh, losses this year, you look at the top eight teams. Um, Philly's on that list, Arizona's on that list, Buffalo's on that list, San Francisco's on that list. This is a bad matchup when you look at this right now, Nick. Yeah, especially when you factor in all of the speed and you think of how this defense has not done well against speed so far this season. Uh, the things that jump to mind immediately are Rondale Moore against uh, against the Cardinals, Keenan Allen against the Chargers. Uh, you can point to Debo against the 49ers. I mean, it's happened all season. And then you, uh, you throw in four big-time speed weapons, two at receiver, two out of the backfield. I mean, their fifth-fastest guy is their punt returner. <laughs> that's, that's crazy that Braxton Berrios is the guy that's returning stuff for them. So, yeah, they're going to they're gonna have their hands full. They're going to have their hands full. And that was, that was kind of the rhetoric around the locker room today, too, was talking to guys and how do you limit the speed. Stephon Gilmore was saying it's going to be a big challenge. you got to press them off the line, get your hands on them as soon as they release, and then try to keep everything underneath. So it's going to be big if uh, Malik Hooker can't go again this week and trying to keep everything underneath again. Yeah, ain't no free releases this week, man. Absolutely. Absolutely I mean, that's not. uh and especially with all the but all the motion they use is designed to get free releases. And so, you know, that's uh it'll be interesting to see how they match up. But they also gotta play better on offense and that will help their defense. Yeah, and, and it's and, and it's also a rushing cover. I mean you you, you wanna help the defensive backs get to the quarterback. Well, no, nah, that's actually the best way. Like, yeah. okay, you got all the speed in the world. We're going to put your quarterback on his butt and right, we ain't have, worried about it. Right, have him running around. But yeah, you know, and you say no free releases, but if you miss that that bump. Hey man, it's over. Yeah, but if, if you don't get that, yeah, but if you don't even try to bump, it's over. Yeah. You know. So, but yeah, one thing Gilmore talked about is it's it's going to be a team effort. It's going to be a team running to the ball, tackling effort. You know, and and the funny thing about it, you know, obviously, you have to respect the speed. So you want to take angles, you want to give ground. When it gets Tyreek Hill, you playing right to his hands. I want you to take angles, give ground. Then I can, you know, give that ground. I can put that juke on you. Yeah. You know, and take it the other direction. So it, it, it's a huge challenge, and Jock is right. The, the 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 Cowboys have had success this year, you know, because the offense has set the tone, getting the lead early, putting the defense in different situations. You know, you're going to need to control the ball with the offense. You know, keep Tyreek and those guys on the sideline and score and make plays on offense. And that's what they didn't do against Buffalo. You mentioned uh, getting the ball out quick. That's or, or trying to limit them getting the ball out quick. Two attack of Iloa this year, averaging 2.38. Uh, 2.38 seconds and snap to throw. It's the fastest in the league. So they're going to have to get after him. They're you know, after him. trying and to get hit. And we, and right. And we, and we talk about the Cowboys like to play above the 2.3. They like to play below the yeah. 2.3. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because that's been a talk all year. But the above the 2.3, when you do above the 2.3, well, that's what you, you want to Tua to play above the 2.3. That's when he makes mistakes. Yes. Yeah. So Vic Fangio's on the other side. We know Coach Soul is an offensive coordinator for the for the Dolphins, and so Vic Fangio is the first guy that came out there. Was like, here's the blueprint of how to beat the Cowboys. The blueprint. I'm with, glad you brought it up. The with, blueprint. He was the, with the Denver Broncos, and he's now with the Dolphins, and they've got Jalen Ramsey back here. So what, what, what's our uh, what's our what's what's our concern level about what Coach V can go out here and do, Clarence? Well, actually, you know, with the blueprint back then was. You know, man to man, being physical to receivers. You know, playing up and run, they can't get off. And you know, in tight coverages, you know, you know, it, you have a different receiving core now. You know, and so you have guys who, you know, uh, cooks. You know, who can beat man to man and get open. You know, you hope you got a tight end that they can make plays. But it's going to be th again 
they talked about it. They're going to play the same vision-type defense. They're going to play the two wide safeties, make you beat them underneath, you know, make you go the long way, and Dak has to be accurate, certainly more accurate. And he got to be patient. Yeah, but yeah, patient and more accurate than he was last week against Buffalo because he was, he was off the mark. I think the one thing that he will have this week is time. Um, I, I think this offensive line will be able to give him time. Um, and, and they're going to have to. I think this is going to have to be a shootout-type game for the Cowboys to be able to go in there and take a victory away. Um, but, yeah, all the action is going to happen in the short to intermediate game because they're, they're going to try their best to keep everything uh, under the under the too-high safety look. Um, so it's going to be really important for Lamb, Cooks, all those guys to get across the middle, get open, and find some production. I agree. <laughs> and, and, and let's stay away from Jalen Ramsey. People don't throw on him. When you do throw on him, he usually picks it off. Stay away from Jalen Ramsey. You know, well, that means you got to move. I mean, what if you can't stay away? What if, what if he wants to travel this week? Yeah, well, he can travel all you want to throw it to the other guy. You know, you got to get, you got to, you know, you know, make your living. And 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 Xavier Howard is good, but you you can you can make plays on him. He's gonna get some too. But but Jalen Ramsey, you know, you don't really eat on Jalen Ramsey. With that in mind, Jake Ferguson needs to have a big day. Yeah. I think there's a lot of opportunities in the middle of the field against this defense. Get him open across the middle. There might be some things that work. How much should we look at the home field for Miami? They've only lost one game all mm-hmm. year at home. That was that Tennessee game, and they had 12, 14 points late in the fourth and then gave that up there. Uh, we talked so much about the Cowboys and how they play on the road. So so what's our thought process? Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, I, I was talking to Omar Kelly in, uh, in Miami, and the same stuff that people say about the Cowboys say about the Dolphins, that, you know, they don't beat good teams. You know, yes, they call this that. the they call this the fraud bowl. You know, <laughs> the, you know the imposter bowl, the the pre-contender bowl. You know, that's what that's that's the word down in Miami. It's so much that it, it was funny because I was looking on Twitter earlier today. Surprise, surprise! But the, the McDaniel told his team when if the if the if media asked him anything about that narrative, not, that narrative, you know, tell him you know. S shut the F up, you know, don't or don't answer, you know, and we only focus on talking about the Cowboys when I feed into your narratives about not being able to beat a good team and and all this other stuff. But but that's part of it. yeah, they've been good at home and they you know, obviously you can't give up the ghost against Tennessee and that was again a game, you know, without Tyreek Hill, but they've been good at home, you know. And again, they haven't beaten teams with winning records. Same thing about the Cowboys. But yeah, but it's it's not about them being good at home. It's about the Cowboys being so bad on the road. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and and the frustrating thing about it for the Cowboys is they have no idea why. They have no idea how to fix it. You know, Michael Parsons said mind-boggling, okay? Dak Prescott said if I knew, you know, how to fix it, I, I've never been in this situation. I, don't, I can't answer the question, why are we so good at home and I so bad on the road? I, I mean, they have no answer. You know, that's mean, the have- mindset. That's the focus. That's the talk about. But they have no idea. I got one obvious idea, and it ain't even complicated. Flip the schedules. Put the home schedule, put the road schedule in at AT&T, and put the home schedule on the road, and we'd be sitting there. Why are they struggling at home, and they can, they can win on the road? They playing much better teams on the road. Now, they ain't got to get blown out. Right. Well, it, but, it, but it's not just the losses. It's 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 the no-show performances. That That's the really thing. What, well, getting mean, beat by double at, digits by Arizona is okay, unforgivable. Well, no, getting but, blown but, out by the rank, I mean, 49ers and, and when you don't compete, that's unforgivable. They're, what do those and, four losses all have in common? Well, I'm These thinking, all been teams who've run on you. We just mentioned before about the top, well, they're the built top to play. 18. Right. The, these are the matchups. That they, well, the matchups. Eagles can run. They didn't run the second game. I mean, there are other teams who want to run. I mean, Arizona ran on them, but they're not a good team. They ain't running nobody else. All I'm saying, Clarence, is we look here at the top eight teams rushing the football. 
They went on the road. Well, There's four that they got beat on. Here's the other thing, though. And this is not complicated, so I ain't breaking news. When plays are there, you have to make the meaning. Second play of the game. Right. I'm watching Brandon Cooks run wide open because he running toward the end zone. I'm like, damn, they're finna hit him for six, right? They, uh, they needed to. And I, I so said, we talk about that. Okay, that's a, that should be six. You talk about run the ball and take it off your punter foot. That should be that should turn into a touchdown. The plays are there to be made. They didn't make them. So if you make them this week, and I'm, I'm you have a chance to win. I'm glad you brought that up. And so you're looking at it should have been a blocked punt. What I'm looking at. It shouldn't have been a rough in the punter penalty. You know, at, at least have some discipline and not hit the punter because they're off the field. That's that's a score. Well, if you, you, if you, now I ain't no coach, but if you use the proper techniques, which I've heard, which is take it off his foot as opposed to jumping. Okay, okay, okay I, I'm glad you brought that up. Because it's different between the most, jumping and The most blocking. undisciplined player on the team the last two years. <laughs> Okay, who no. got the most special teams penalty on the team the last two years? You're gonna talk about if you use the proper technique. When has he ever used the proper technique? Why are you putting a guy who does not use proper technique, who has more personal 15 yard penalties, penalties since he showed up to anybody in that position to make that play and say, use the proper technique? That's why. McCarthy cussed out the special now, teams coach. I was going to say, that's why okay. you saw the conversation with him and Fossil. He, like, what and and Fossil admitted, he said, because well, also Fossil went rogue because uh, he been known to do the, that. the dirty little secret <laughs> is he didn't tell McCarthy he was putting the block on. It was a return on. And he did. He put a one-man block on with the most undisciplined player on the team. So you can say, well, if he did it right. No, it's the point is, why are you doing it all with the guy? Because he that, trusted that, him to do it right. Why are you trusting the guy? What, what did Bill Parcells say? Dumb players do dumb things. Well, smart New players. Jack, New Jack City with Scotty. Smart players do smart things. <laughs> Mario, man, people ask Scotty about what he did, like who he bet on. Yeah, I, I bet know. on you. You know, I know we, I know we love John Fossil around here, and it's, it's, it's justified. He, he's great at developing. He does phenomenal things for the guys that he brings in and is able to, you know, keep around. But that's back to back weeks now where it's a coaching decision that led to a big special teams play for the other team. So we're talking about the Sam Williams play, and you go back to the week before, and it's Jalen Tolbert not seeing the fake punt that I feel like. Everybody in America knew it was coming, you know, and he had took it. He took account for that the next day in coordinator availability. So it's like, you know, we can't, we, you can't see those stacked coaching decisions get affected, especially in special teams, because that's where the money is made sometimes. Yes, sir. You cannot lose that phase of the game, especially when you're on the road like that. So Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com. We got Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star Telegram, the author, former Cowboy beat writer, he and Jean-Jacques Taylor. I'm Louis Scruggs. More with the Meaty Bash coming up right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil change, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, 
friendly and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash. Let's ride. <laughs> hey, my man, you back. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I am back. Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star Telegram, Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com, Joe Jack Taylor, the author. I am Newey Scruggs. So, uh, Christmas Eve, Miami, Cowboys, a one point, uh, point, point and a half underdog. And right. this one here. So, like um, right. uh, guys, I don't like the matchup. No, is that right now? I, I don't like the matchup. So this, so this, uh, I, I start to ask this. You know, go to you, Jacques Taylor. How much of this is just a pride performance for the Cowboys to come back after looking so bad I on national uh, TV? I don't care about none of that. If I'm a player, it ain't even about a pride thing. It's like the division is still there. This is, I mean, screw some pride. Go win, the, go get your shot at the division. Because that team up north, the Philadelphia team, they look shady right now. They should win, but they look shady. They in fighting, they moaning, they groaning. Opportunity is there. And so we don't know how it's going to play out if you both went out. So who cares about pride? The division is there. Go see if you can go take it. There are three major areas of concern that I look at in this game. One, the road, as we've talked about, three and four on the road so far this season, and even worse against good teams. Number two, deal, being able to deal with speed. We've talked about that. Tyreek Hill, Mostert, HN, etc. Number three, being able to account for a good rush offense and being able to defend that, especially without Jonathan Hankins. If they can win that game and battle all three of those concerns, then that's a huge towards pride. I, I would definitely say so, but that doesn't lead me to believe that there should be confidence going into this game if you're a Cowboys fan. One thing, you know, you say it should be a boon in the Cowboys, you know, on, you know, for the Cowboys, they haven't lost back-to-back games mm-hmm. since 2020. You know, they have a history of bouncing back. When you think that they can't. Huh? When you think that they can't. They have a history of bouncing back. You know, they don't lose back-to-back games. I don't know they face the gauntlet like Buffalo and Miami back-to-back on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what they did now. Early in the season, you know, they lost to San Francisco, got embarrassed, and then they had to go back to the Chargers. And we thought the Chargers were pretty good. And they, you know, they bounced back and played well against the Chargers. On the road. But on the road. You know, you know, but this is not the Chargers. Of what not, I mean, the uh, – Miami is not at home, but not the Chargers at home. And certainly, we see what the Chargers have turned into. So, this this is a big road to hold. I think that bounce that bounce back streak dies. 
You know, I mean, I would pick Miami. Yeah, I, I think that bounce back trick. One thing that we haven't talked about that kind of has been under the radar, and we're giving them a pass. Oh, who we giving a pass to? Because I'll snatch it back in. Mozzie Smith. Who gave him a pass? What do you mean who gave him a pass? I, I went back, you know, I, went, I read the story today about the Cowboys need more from Mozzie Smith. And, you know, last week Mike McCarthy was talking about Mozzie's doing good. You know, you don't understand life in the A-gap. And I know he was a first-round pick, but it's a veteran, you know, defensive line room and all this other stuff. You know, Mozzie's draft day, Mozzie Smith, they told me I need to be an elite running defender first. I need to come in and be an elite running. Mike McCarthy talked about it. We looked at our defense, and right. this is what we did. It's a perfect fit for us to help our – because we know people are going to pass on us. We know I mean, we know we stopped the pass, get the pass rush, and we know we turned the ball up. We had to improve the run defense. Mozzie Smith was the pick, first-round pick to come in and immediately be a plug for that hole. You know, now it's Jonathan Hankins, a veteran, and he's played well. And Mozzie Smith had 12 and 11 snaps the previous two weeks against Philadelphia and Seattle. That's not playing much. Uh, he was forced on the field because Hankins got hurt, and the Cowboys, you know, gave up more rushing yards than anybody. I uh, didn't ever under Dan Camp. I mean, Dan Quinn, excuse me. Uh, now that all wasn't Mozzie Smith because they did stuff outside. Of, there was a lot of they did whatever they wanted to. But the the point is, the Cowboys need more, should demand more from the guy they drafted in the first round to stop the run, to be a elite run stopper on his defense. What if he has not is, been there. What if there isn't? You can demand it all you want. What if it ain't there? Well, then then that, then, well, then, then know, it's a disappointment. Then it's a disappointment. They've been covering for him. He's been a liability. Well, they don't, they don't, it's not their job to come out and say our first round pick ain't no good. What? Or our first night. You know, I think, uh, and this kind of thing Nick gets off of, is, you know. Uh, do, you, do you? I don't know. No, what, what I'm about to say. <laughs> which is, wow. you know, they're going to sit up there and say, and, and I have a – it would make sense to me why I would not like this. You sat up there and drafted a read-and-react nose tackle, guy who's supposed to slow off the ball because that's what he's been doing for four years. I don't know what you can ask the dude. You've been playing this way for four years. Come in and now go attack and, and be like, well, how come you haven't done it? Because that ain't what you did in college for four years when you were prepping for this role. So, instead – I mean, Mozzie Smith has not done what was expected, but the Cowboys organization – Put them expectations on them when they took him. So I, I, all I'm saying is, and I hear you, but we, remember training camp. I'm, I like hit people. I'm brute strength. I got strong, strong. Okay, and I did hit that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on, you know, That's we have not seen I none don't of like that. Football. You know, I don't. I like hitting people, right? Yeah, yeah. We have, we've seen none of that. You know, and, it, and and I'm saying is, it's not his fault. But at the end of the day, you need him to play now because what? Hankins is there, and you invested in a first round pick. And the fact that, you know, we all, we go back to Bobby Cup. When the first round pick ain't playing, that's a story. No, it's a big story. Okay, Especially so when the first, first round, when, when your star linebacker tells you, <laughs> I told the first round pick that we need him this week. All of that. And right. that's why I and say. You get exposed, you look up on TV down there in the red zone, you getting turned around? All of that. So turned I'm just saying, what, a, it, it, but what I'm saying is, you can want him to give more. It just might not be more to get. Well, then, then that's the problem against coming to these oh, next two no, games against these teams that problem. like like to run the ball. And you go to Washington, and this one problem go back to you know this not showing up on the road. You know, showed up last year at the season in Washington. So uh, last year, so you know it's the same is true. All three of these games, you know, you got to be able to stop the run, show up on the road. You need. I'm sorry, you need your your first round pick to to, to show up. He got to give you something. 
That, 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 this is, he that, got to, but I'm. T- I, my only point is, you can want to give okay, something. If can, it ain't dead, then okay, it just ain't you, dead. You can tell me about it. You ain't that dude. I'm listen, asking him to listen, give me listen, something. We, he let's do it. The bottom line is this: you, you can say all that you want to, and it, ain't, it may not be his fault. But I didn't say that. I just said he might not be that dude. That's fine. And then quietly, two years later, gonna be like Taco Charlton, gonna get cut. Okay. Uh, you know, because they know, made excuses for Taco Charlton. Well, he's this. You know, we're gonna be patient. He's coming along. When you listen, as Bill Parcells says. says Dogs bite his pups. I'm not arguing with you. They don't bite his pups. Michael <laughs> Bittis. Michael Bittis. CeeDee so, Lamb Bittis. Big dogs well, bite his pups. He's you know? his Tyler Smith Bittis. You draft the guy in the first round, you want me the big dog. I see two big concerns with Mozzie Smith so far this season. One, it's it's the get off, and we've talked about that quite a bit. That's and what I'm it's just slow get off. He's not getting off the ball quick enough. And second, he's lost weight since the season has started. He is not at 325 or 335, whatever it was when the season right. began. He's down under 300 when you look at him. He's slimmer. So He's under uh, 300? I would say he's under 300. If right he's now. under 300, yeah. then. He can't even do the job. He, yeah. How did, how did so, big man lose more weight like this? That, that would be it's better, when, it's better when he ain't playing and sweating like that. <laughs> well, the thing is, he's coming in and he's, he has this world-class strength. And you watch the tape from college and whenever he was drafted, you're expecting him to throw guys out of the club yeah. at least once a week. Throw them out of the I club. Mean, I mean, a highlight reel play at Bounce least Bounce them out of the club. And you yeah, haven't but, seen that at all. Yeah, but we know that's a fraudulent league he's coming from. <laughs> you're talking about the Big Ten? Wow. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to sit here and take that, though. You don't take, take what? Because it's not true. Well, it is. There's another. Uh, I think they're doing the Big Ten. They they got big guys. They can they stop. I mean, they can't pass. The everybody ball. outside, lot of speed. Everybody outside your school can't go to go to college football play and get dusted up. So we, we're just talking about individual players. They they're good. I'm only strong, about my brute school. strength guys. <laughs> so they need to go. With, so they you know, go with, draft with the constant offensive line, but you know, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. They got big. They get you know, they do things in the in the, in the trenches. They're going to be in the third, the top three rounds next year, looking to go to go get. A, Mozzie's replacement. I tell you there's what, there's a boy from Texas or something. Tavondre Sweat would be awesome in this in this defense. But I, I tell you what, there's a, another defensive tackle at Michigan that is like a late second round, early third round guy this year. And I was no, like, dude. Will McClay has the opportunity to do the funniest thing possible. No, no he ain't drafting another Michigan. No. No, we ain't even talked. We ain't even talking about the tight end. We ain't even talking about the tight end. I could have told him all of this. We ain't even talking about the tight end. Fraudulent league. That's all I'm saying. Fraudulent league. Okay. Watch your mouth. Y'all got a question. Quarterback yet? What's your team? This ain't the college football Ohio, show. Ohio State. Ohio State uh, Y'all got a quarterback yet? I'm sure we got one. I'm sure we set money aside for <laughs> Devin Brown. I think it'll be. <laughs> no, that's the guy uh, who's on the no. You ain't you, you ain't tra- push him out for Devin the, Brown. The transfer portal don't end today. Man, that dude went to Syracuse. That's all we need to say about him. <laughs> See if you get Quinn Ewers back, man. See if you get Quinn. Maybe y'all, y'all can get Malik. Malik could go up there. Nah, we need somebody who can play. Yeah, Malik go up there. Malik to like Duke. I said, like I said, man, we need a proven player. Fraudulent league. Proven player. Proven quarterback. They had one team went went out that whole league and can't nobody else win, but they keep getting bids. But oh well, they the number one seed. They're gonna get beat by Bama. Um, we got we got Coach uh, McCarthy coming up here at the bottom of the hour. So uh, anything pressing before we go? We want to get up. On I season? hope you we'll get see. this bitterness out your heart in the holiday season. Boy, bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Carolina basketball lose last night. Ain't nobody tell us. Did they lose? They didn't beat. They didn't lose Oklahoma, did they? You know, it's been a tough week. <laughs> Oh, not a true come out. Oh, I didn't even not, know. Not Hubert Davis. No, not Hubert. So what, what does Hubert love? Stop it. <laughs> you know, see, that's why Santa always dropping cold. Like somebody stole that man Bojangles. <laughs> hey, I did have Bojangles on my flight. 
Uh, when I I got I had a connected through um, Charlotte. Charlotte and I had Bojangles at the airport. I, thought I was about, on I thought about you. I had the one in Frisco actually yesterday. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, but I got I got the, you you got the tenders. I got I got the bony and chicken. Bone. Yeah, that's it's, what I need. I need yeah. to go to Charlotte. It's and, bad. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, no, I know that one very well. They they got to check the order though. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> check the order. Man. Where's my dirty rice? I mean, they, they will they will conveniently forget yourself. So you got to make sure you check. I thought about you. I had a little layover. Let me go on and do this Bojangles for Newey. I thought about you. I thought about you. Concourse B. Know very well. Know very well. Uh, Clarence Hill, <laughs> Fort Worth Telegram. Thank you very much. Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com. The author, the man, he is John Jacques Taylor. Get his book, Coach Prime. It's an excellent Christmas gift. I'm Newey Scrubs. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!